welcome to the Soul Journey Podcast. I'm your host, Sherry Lynn. I'm thrilled that you've joined me. This podcast will follow my personal journey from chaos and hopelessness to a life filled with faith and love. Each episode will feature Christian music, Bible verses, prayers, and personal anecdotes to guide you on this spiritual journey. My hope is that this podcast will inspire, encourage, and most importantly, direct you towards the ultimate source of help and guidance. I truly believe that you were meant to be here. Hi, friends. Welcome to episode 14 of Soul Journey. I'm your host, Sherry Lynn. If you can remember back to episode 12, I spoke about Breath as Prayer in the beautiful book by Jennifer Tucker. So from now on, I promised that I was going to start each episode with a Breath as Prayer. So let's begin before we start the episode. Let's center ourselves, get comfortable. Let your shoulders drop, unclench your jaw, release the tension between your eyebrows, relax your fists, take a deep breath into your belly, and exhale. For today's Breath is Prayer, our inhale is, there is no fear, and our exhale is in your love. So we'll do that four times as suggested. So we inhale, there is no fear. Exhale in your love. Inhale, there is no fear. Exhale in your love. There is no fear in your love. And finally, there is no fear in your love. Excellent. Okay, the love of God for us is a truth and a promise. The passage I have highlighted for this episode is Isaiah 41, 10. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Let's begin our episode 14 of Soul Journey where we will explore how to live a life of purpose, meaning, and faith. Today, we'll be talking about fear, one of the most common and powerful emotions that we experience as humans. Fear is a natural response to danger, but it can also hold us back from reaching our full potential and living a life of faith. In this episode, we'll explore what the Bible says about fear and how we can overcome it. I'll also share a few personal stories and, of course, a song or two. First, let's turn to one of the most well-known passages in the Bible about fear, Psalms 23, 4. It says, even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. This verse reminds us that even in our darkest moments, we are not alone. God is with us, guiding us and protecting us. So I'm going to get a little bit personal here and share a little bit of what I fear 
or what I've been going through. So Christmas Eve on 2022, many of you know that my daughter was attacked by a dog. She was rushed to the hospital and it was a very scary situation and fear was definitely at the forefront. It was the first thing that she asked me when she got up, we picked her up from the floor was, am I going to be normal? That was her fear that this would have, is going to change her looks and change her life. We all feared that at that moment. As we drove to the hospital, we just prayed and she just kept saying, mom, pray, mom, pray, pray out loud. And so that's what I did. We just prayed. I was thankful that I have my faith and that we have faith and we have that to rely on. But at that moment, it it honestly calmed us enough, but there was still a lot of fear and um, we were scared. I felt that uh, it was a legitimate fear. First of all, fear for the injury. How is it going to be repaired? Uh, and also it was Christmas Eve. I feared what doctors are going to be available. And I, I think that's a legitimate fear. Nothing against doctors and hospital staffing, but you worry like who's going to be on call on Christmas Eve? Is it like the the newest person, the low man on the totem pole kind of situation? Um, we had some fear about that. And I, I'm not trying to be rude or or anything. I was just sharing you sharing with you my fears. I remember laying hands on my daughter and crying out and praying that she would be healed and that God would send the best surgeon for us. Um, and we got to the hospital emergency room. They brought her back right away. And the head doctor at that time took a look at her and took pictures and said, I'll be right back. In the meanwhile, they gave her morphine and everything. And the doctor came back in and said that that particular hospital couldn't help her because they didn't have a plastic surgeon on staff and it was her face and throat and uh, they needed a plastic surgeon. Uh, she was kind enough that she sent pictures to area hospitals asking if they had a plastic surgeon available that night. And so happens that another hospital that was about 25 minutes away had a plastic surgeon on call. So they called him in and she was going to be ambulance transferred to that hospital. So my prayers began full swing into this person, this surgeon, that he was going to be a blessing sent from God, that he was going to be the best, that he was going to have the answers that we needed. And as we were praying and I was praying over her, um, I had to take her jewelry off. They had to cut her clothes off. So I was helping and taking her jewelry off and all that stuff. And I had to clean stuff up because there was a lot of blood. So I was over at the sink in the hospital room and I was cleaning up and washing everything. And I looked and tucked in the corner of the little sink area was a cross. Somebody had put a cross there. And I grabbed a hold of that cross and I 
just held it and hugged it so close to my heart. Now, I couldn't cry at that time because I think I was too scared, (laughs) but I I couldn't cry because I was being brave for my daughter. I had to be brave for her and I had to show her that I was strong so that she could be strong. But I remember holding on to that cross and thinking, thank you, Lord. Thank you. I know you hear me. I know you are here with me. And while we were waiting for the transfer, I reached out to family and I reached out to friends that I knew would be my prayer warriors. And I know it was Christmas Eve and I didn't even think about disturbing them because I knew that they're passionate people and that they would understand. So again, I was fearful. I was filled with fear for my daughter. I was filled with fear that they weren't going to be able to fix her and that she wouldn't be okay. And I knew that calling these people would give me some peace. And I called the people that are in my circle and we prayed and they prayed and they sent messages and we prayed together so Haley could hear the prayers. Uh, And it was so, so powerful for her to listen to these other people praying. And, you know, at one point she's like, is that an angel? She thought, excuse me, she thought one of my friends was an angel. It was just so soothing to her and to me to hear the prayers. So uh, this is a good time to point out to make sure that you have your army of prayer warriors that you know who you would call in times of an emergency. Well, we finally got to the new hospital. And let me tell you that God really, really blessed us. We had the most incredible surgeon. He took time to look at her and and look at her face. And as she, ha- he had her smile and frown and make a kissy face the best that she could so that he could see what the other side looked like and he could try to match it up. He really took time. It took over two hours for him to do the surgery. And I was there the whole time. <clears throat> I had to kind of lay on her and hold her down because it was so much pain when they were giving her the Novocaine. And it was such a hard thing for a mom to go through. It it was the top of my fear list was something happening to, to your child is, is the worst, but we were so thankful that God gave us this surgeon He was actually a Jewish guy. So the Christmas Eve part that I was worried about wasn't even uh, a concern. So during this time, I was thinking of scriptures that I know are helpful. And I was just praying them, praying them out loud, praying them to myself. Um, and, And I will tell you that this has been very difficult. It's difficult to talk about. Um, for the first couple of weeks afterwards, I didn't sleep. I was in fear all the time. I was, uh, having a little PTSD. I could hear the attack in my head. I was so fearful and I was afraid she was going to get an infection. I was afraid that, you know, the scars wouldn't heal. 
I also was really afraid because the dog was my other daughter's dog and they chose not to put the dog down. And I lived in fear that something would happen to her. I saw what the dog could do and I was really, really afraid. So this is when I really, really needed to kick my prayer into full gear. Um, and I'm talking to you today to let you know that fear can overtake you. It can bring you down. It can make you do things that are cuckoo crazy. You know, like I just, I, 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 I wasn't rational at some points because I was so fearful, so burdened with fear. And I just prayed through it. And I'm talking about it today so that you can see that I'm not just saying, oh, don't be afraid. Yeah, it's easy. Just say, God, let me not be afraid. I wish it was that easy. It's not that easy. It's been something that I've struggled with for a year and a half now. Um. So if you're struggling with something, I want you to know that you're not alone. And I want you to know that there are answers and that there is hope. That's the bottom line. I want you to know that there's hope. Uh, so did you know, I think most people know this, but that the phrase do not be afraid or fear not appears many times in the Bible. In fact, it is one of the most common commands in the Bible. The exact number of times it appears varies depending on the translation of the Bible, but it is generally agreed to be around 365 times. 365 times you're going to read, do not be afraid or fear not. That's one for each day of the year. So regardless of the exact number, the message is clear. We are not to live in fear, but in faith and trust in God. Wow. <sighs> I think fear is something, like I've said, is one of my biggest struggles in my faith is not to fear and to learn to lean into God's promises. I have to remind myself daily, friends, daily. So please understand that where I'm coming from. And I'm going to share with you in a little bit some of the some of the ways that have really helped me. But I want to point out too that according to the Bible, fear can be both positive and negative. Positive fear is the reverence and awe towards God, which leads to wisdom and obedience. Negative fear is the type of fear that causes anxiety, worry, and doubt. That is not from God. Now, the Bible encourages us to trust in God and not be afraid, for he is with us always. And this leads me to the first song for today, which is Fear is a Liar. That's the name of the song, Fear is a Liar, and it's by Zach Williams. Um, as always, I want to remind you that I list all the songs are on my 
Soul Journey podcast playlist, which is available free to you on Spotify. It's a great, encouraging, relaxing. Some songs are peppy, so don't worry if you're, you know, like peppy songs. It's not all sappy, but it's all meaningful. I promise you, you will be changed after you listen to this pod, to this, uh, well, hopefully this podcast, but be changed when you listen to the playlist. It's so good. So, so good. And one of the things, getting off subject a little bit, but one of the things that a lot of the Christian radio stations will challenge you is to listen to Christian music for a 30 day period and see if it doesn't change you because it will, it will change you. I promise. But getting back to the song, Fear is a Liar by Zach Williams. Here are some of the lyrics, and I'm probably going to read almost most of them. When he told you you're not good enough, when he told you you're not right, when he told you you're not strong enough to put up a good fight, when he told you you're not worthy, when he told you you're not loved, when he told you you're not beautiful, that you'll never be enough. Fear. He is a liar. He will take your breath, stop you in your steps. Fear, he is a liar. He will rob you your rest, steal your happiness. So cast your fear in the fire because fear, he is a liar. When he told you you were troubled, you'll forever be alone. When he told you you should run away, you'll never find a home. When he told you you were dirty and you should be ashamed. When he told you you could be the one that grace could never change. Mm. Fear, he is a liar. So I want you to remember where this comes from. This is not from God. This is not of God. God wants to encourage us. God wants us to feel love and to feel safe. And when we feel the fear, we need to pray. We need to ask God to come into our hearts. We need to look at how we can feel safe. Another powerful verse about fear is 2 Timothy 1, 7. And it says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. This verse tells us that fear is not from God. Instead, God has given us the power, love, and sound mind to overcome our fears. Well, this brings me to the second part that I kind of talked about at the beginning. And I said that fear is a natural response to danger, but fear also holds us back from reaching our full potential and living a life of faith. And I, I think that we become paralyzed by fear. We feel it and we get afraid to take chances. We're afraid other people will judge us. Uh, we're afraid we'll fail. We're afraid we're not good enough. It's a constant battle in our heads that we are afraid of our growth and of our potential. And I think about, again, just a little bit of, of my personal story, even with this podcast, 
God put this on my heart two years ago. I felt this nudge to do a podcast. I had no clue. I listened to podcasts all the time, but I had no clue how to start one, how to be on one, what to do. But God just kept telling me it was time. It was time to use my voice. It was time to tell my testimony, to share how God has changed my life and how my faith is a forefront of, of everything. It's everything. And it has pulled me through so much. And God just kept nudging me and nudging me. And finally, I was obedient to those nudges. And yeah, I feared failure. Yeah, I feared, feared what are people going to say? And people have said things that haven't always been positive. But you know what? I'm being obedient to what God has called me to do right now. And for this season, it is to do a podcast, to share my testimony, to share the songs that have really made a difference to me. And I hope that you understand where my heart is and that I'm sharing with you so that you don't feel alone. And that if you ever get into a situation, you'll have some resources, you'll have songs that will help. Like with me, it pierced my darkness. It started me on my journey. It made me feel like I had a connection. There was that connection with with God that was just powerful. I hope that this podcast helps you. So let's think about how do we overcome our fears, okay? So here are a few of my suggestions. Number one, you know what I'm going to say, is to pray. Turn to God in prayer and ask for his help in overcoming your fears. Like literally say, God, I am fearful in this situation. I don't want to be fearful. Take the fear from me replace the fear with love and whatever else, but you just keep praying. In your prayers, ask for his peace, his strength and guidance. And I'm not talking about, again, casually just saying, dear God, I don't wanna feel afraid. Thank you. Amen. I mean, sometimes it's got to be the on your knees praying, asking, you know, asking, this is a tough one and I need to, I need help. God, I need you. Like you're really going to be crying out sometimes. That's how bad it can get, but you need to do that. You need to pray that out. You can also uh, meditate on scripture. Spend time reading and meditate on a verse that speaks to you and your fears. Maybe it was one of the ones I've mentioned today. Um, let God's words fill you with faith and courage. I like to have one or two prayers that I know and that I have like a little gratitude prayer or a passage. Um, I have a little set of prayer for prayer cards and I have a morning prayer, an evening prayer, and then I have a prayer of gratitude and a prayer of like worry or a prayer of fear. So if something's troubling me, that's the one that I would go to. That's my passage that I would go to. 
Um, I'm not really great at memorizing things. So I have them written down and I have the four of them just written down and folded up in my wallet. So if I need them, I know where to find them. I have them in my bedroom. I have them just around. Um, and I'm offering them to you as well. If you send me an email, I will send you a copy of these four prayers and or four passages, just little prayer cards. So you can print them out and you can keep them with you. But I think it's important that you have them sort of ready to go so that when you're in a situation, you're not, oh, I don't know where to look. I don't know what to do. You're just like, oh, I can find this prayer. This one really, really speaks to me. And I'm going to read this one over and over and over again. I'm going to pray this one. So that's just a little idea. Another suggestion, and this is really great, is to practice gratitude. Okay. So you want to focus on things you are grateful for. Gratitude can help shift your perspective and remind you of the goodness in your life. So I talked about this on my Instagram and in my private soul journey podcast society, Facebook page, we talked about journaling. Journaling has become a really important tool for me and gratitude is part of that. I have like a section to write what I'm thankful for, what I'm grateful for. And it's just becoming a part of my day. And uh, about a year ago, I did an activity that was just totally a gratitude journal. And every day you had to write, I think it was like 10 things that you're thankful or grateful for. And you know, I kept thinking, gosh, I'm thankful for the same things every day. And it really made me think a little bit more beyond the, I'm thankful for my husband. I'm thankful for my daughters. I'm thankful for my dog. I'm thankful for my house. I am very thankful for all those things, but I needed to expand and to think about all the things that I'm thankful for. And I really like that exercise because it pushed me to, to think about it. The other day at church, I heard somebody say, what if to tomorrow you wake up to everything that you have is everything that you are grateful for the day before, something like that. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. So being grateful fills your mind with those good things and leaves less space for the other stuff. That's what I'm kind of finding. So you want to consider keeping your mind busy with strong thoughts and faithful thoughts and thoughts of gratitude that's going to fill your mind so that fear just can't get in. Another step, kind of the final step, is to take action. Sometimes the best way to overcome fear is to take action. Take small steps towards your goals and trust God will guide you along the way. Uh, this is really important. I know we've talked about this before, taking that uh, inspired action is a term I like to use, but it's when you, you start to do something and it will move you along. Like for instance, my podcast, again, I didn't know how to do it, but I took a course and then I reached out to people and I started reading about how to podcast. And so, 
Even though I was afraid, I just took inspired action to get me to the point where I could publish a podcast. So there you have it. There are some things that you can do to help you. Remember that fear is a natural part of being human, but it doesn't have to control our lives. With faith, prayer, and a willingness to take action, we can overcome our fears and live a life of purpose, meaning, and faith. Um, I, I linked two other songs onto the show notes because they're really good. Things That I'm Afraid Of by Josh Wilson and Fear Is Not My Future by Brandon Lake and Chandler Moore. Um, but in the one song that Things I'm Not Afraid Of, really quick, it just says, my fears would surely kill me if I didn't know the truth. The things that I'm afraid of are afraid of you. Speaking about God. So that nothing... God's not afraid of anything, but those things can be afraid of God. But it talks about, it's just a really, another really, really good song. So listen to those songs are listed on my playlist on Spotify. I encourage you to listen to those. And uh, it's the end of this episode. And as you know, I like to end each episode with a prayer. So I like to bow my head when I pray, but you can just listen. Heavenly Father, we come before you today with grateful hearts, knowing that you are always with us, even in our moments of fear and uncertainty. We thank you for the wisdom and insight you're giving us through this episode on fear. And we ask that you continue to guide us as we face our fears with faith. Lord, we ask that you help us to remember that fear is a natural response to danger, but it doesn't have to control our lives. We ask for your strength and your courage to face our fears head on and take action, knowing that you are always with us and will never leave us. We pray for those who are struggling with fear today, for those who are anxious, worried, or uncertain about the future. We ask that you wrap them in your loving arms and give them the peace and comfort that they need to move forward in faith. Finally, Lord, we ask for your continued presence and guidance on our journey towards a life of purpose, meaning, and faith. We know that with you, all things are possible, and we trust in your love and grace to lead us towards a brighter future. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you, friends, for joining me today on this episode of Soul Journey Podcast. I hope you found this episode helpful and encouraging. I would greatly appreciate it if you could support me by rating, following, and liking the podcast. Remember, all you have to do is scroll all the way down, get to your episode, scroll all the way down to the bottom, and it will have the rating or write a review. That would be super helpful. Um, remember that your support means so much to me. And the more people that know about it, the more people I'm hoping will get the word out. 
Don't forget to join the Soul Journey Society private Facebook page where we continue discussions in a private space and I add bonus materials. You can also request a copy of the prayer cards by emailing me. All the links are in the show notes. Until next time, may God bless you and guide you on your journey, your soul journey. And now for a drop of wisdom. As a proud brand partner for Young Living, I'm a firm believer in the quality and purity of their products. One of the things that sets Young Living apart is their commitment to controlling the entire process from seed to seal, using their own essential oils to protect their crops and ensure the highest level of purity. For this episode, I want to introduce you to a special oil called Release. It is an emotional blend found in the feelings collection. This blend has 16 essential oils in it, 16. It has a powerful aroma that lulls the mind into a sense of comfort. It is high in sesquiterpenes. Okay, that's a big word, but sesquiterpenes are a subclass of terpenes, which that have been described to display a large range of biological and pharmaceutical activities that include effects on the central nervous system, antimicrobial, and anti-tumor actions. Ooh, that's powerful. You can diffuse or breathe in the balanced aroma for a sense of calm and comfort after a long day or when a moment overwhelms you. You can apply a few drops topically to enjoy this comforting and uplifting aroma, or maybe even put some in a cup of Epsom salt and put it in the bath and you can just take a little rest. I'm always amazed how much I learn when I'm researching oils. High quality oils are so very powerful. If you're interested in purchasing essential oils, including the one mentioned, I have a link that you can go to in the show notes, and I'd be happy to assist you with the process and even set you up as an affiliate so you can receive free products and earn commissions by helping your friends. So let's start your wellness journey together.